Hello and welcome to the Stoked on Spokes podcast. 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 Wait, like SOS? Well, it's about fight. Ride, gear, races, community, and so much more. My name is Curtis White. My name is Magalie Rochette. My name is Stephen Hyde. I'm Caroline Menus. I'm Gage Heck. I am Anna McGeeley. This is the Stoked on Spokes podcast. Let's get rolling. Hello, welcome to the 69th episode of the Stoked on Spokes podcast. Today's kind of a little action-packed. It's a little different. We have Bobo Mixon YouTuber Caroline Mani, Becca Ferringer, and Erica Zavetta. How are you all doing today? Doing well. Thanks doing for awesome. having us on. Yeah. Doing great. Nobody invited me to this stupid podcast. <laughs> and I guess Sherm's on too. Good to know. <laughs> all right. So if you can, can you please briefly introduce yourself? My name is Rebecca Faringer, and I ride bicycles for Kona Bicycles. I used to race cyclocross, but then I hit my head too many times. And now Kona doesn't make cross bikes. So now I do the opposite of cross and I do gravel <laughs> and sometimes mountain biking. Wait, how is gravel the opposite of cross, though? Isn't cycle? Forgive my ignorance because I know very little about cyclocross, but it's you race on a gravel bike essentially in cyclocross, right? Oh. Or- that no, is, they're not. They're not the same. I, 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 I just yeah, showed all a, my cars. You can ride a cyclocross no. bike on gravel, but I don't think a gravel bike is well suited for cyclocross. It's oh, okay. it's so not. She doesn't know anything. She doesn't know much. <laughs> it's not. It's not correct. Actually, the problem is like imagine, like I said, a sprint or ma- marathon discipline on running. Technically, you go full gas for fifty minutes, and then you have to go. You can't go full gas like you do in cross or. 13 hour. I mean, oh. I don't have the capacity. I mean, it's full it's gas if you just stop training. I can't go full gas for 30 seconds. I, I, I rode, I pedaled a bike for the first time without a motor in over a year yesterday. And it was brutal. Uh, cause I only, eat, I know. All right. I'm sorry. Confession. We're getting, it I want to be now. Bobo. Uh, <laughs> I, I only, I only either ride e-bikes or park. So yesterday's pedal was like a shock to the system to say the least. I'm changing. I'm quitting. I'm gonna be Bobo now. That's gotta get in that. Gotta get in that YouTube game. Get on that. Get those e-bikes sent to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and since we're introducing yes. ourselves, I'm Bobo. I do mountain bike YouTube for a living full time. I do a mix of vlogs and sketch comedy. And uh, yeah, it's awesome to to be back on the podcast, dude. I am Caroline Manny. I don't know what I am anymore. I'm supposed to be a cyclocross racer, but I'm doing the gravel thing. I'm kind of a mix now. I'm getting old, and maybe I should be a bobo and do YouTube. <laughs> yeah, stuff. way better. I think I'm gonna change next next podcast. My introduction would be way different. Do it for sure. <laughs> Sign me in. <laughs> my name's Erica Zavetta. I was a cross racer. Now I'm primarily a crit racer. Similar activity. Is that a different thing? Is that another thing from? Is it a third thing? It's not cyclocross and it's not gravel. Race. It's a little much. Yeah, it's crazy. There's this other thing where people are like going around in circles, trying not to fall down for like an hour. What? I am learning so much tonight. Okay. Wow. I, I don't race at all. I did one race in my entire life uh, and I decided to enter an XC race because my buddy wanted me to. And I'm probably more suited in the mountain bike world for like an enduro race would be my style. So I entered with my enduro bike got lost and finished dead last 
<laughs> hey, Bobo, I'm going to tell you something. I think Becca's going to say the same. You're doing way better. You're doing it right because Becca and I are supposedly pro, but we don't want to tell you how many jobs we have to pay the bill. Right. <laughs> so don't race. It's not that great. Right. Not good. Cool. I'm glad I haven't been missing out. Yeah, you see? <laughs> All right. So like I said, it's episode 69. So as far as I'm concerned, it can be a little bit more unfiltered. If I have to, I might have to, for once, rate an episode as explicit. We'll see. Does that, does that mean we have to keep our shirt on? Is that, is that a rule? Well, it's, it's a podcast, it's audio. not a video, Caroline. <laughs> Unless Bobo is recording this also for his own personal content. For the record out there, all you listeners, we are all topless. <laughs> I'm not even wearing bottoms. Wow. She probably not actually. Probably not. <laughs> the power, the power of 2023 and being able to work from home. And uh, no gone, pants. gone are the I, days with pants. I bet COVID saw like an extreme decline of pant manufacturing. Panties? What would you wear panties anyway? Oh, panties. Yeah, panties. Oh, 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 bottoms <laughs> in general, all, all together, just gone. Uh, Eric, Dude, just, a, just a couple, right just just a couple positives that came out of the pandemic, by the way. Yep. Uh, yeah. Ended up. How did I get here? You know, like this podcast in particular. <laughs> the irony, the irony of this situation for those who know me, it's good. It is not lost on Carolyn. Oh my gosh! You know what? You want you want an amazing story about yes. Erica and I? I bet so, I can guess what this is. Oh my god! I mean, there's plenty, but one of the first time we shared the room together. I mean, I'm French. I'm I don't have the best body, but we get used to be naked around each other. And I took my bra, took my teeth, my shirt off, and Erica just like stared at me like, "Oh my gosh, what's going on?" And I was like, "Gosh, do they look that bad?" <laughs> so, yep, that was the first time. I don't know if that is that or like your night terror screaming. Oh yeah, of, no warning. Yeah. I feel like oh. both are similarly shocking. <laughs> the thing night is, night terrors. I told her I was like, hey, I'm claustrophobic, so I can fall asleep in dark room. But I always say, hey, I just want you to know. I need to know if I wake up in the middle of the night. I need to know where I am. Otherwise, I'm gonna scream. She's like, ah, it's gonna be fine. Blah blah blah. She can't close the blind. I was like, okay, we're gonna be fine. And I ended up. Being opening the door, screaming, and not, not remembering anything the next day. And she was just freaked out. <laughs> I was like, that's it. She's going to murder me and not even know that she did. <laughs> Sounds like a, a sequel to Step Brothers, Step Sisters. Like She's alive. You find out that you have a, what, your new stepsister has night terrors and going to kill you. <laughs> Can somebody please tell... Okay, I'm not, I'm not even going to say that sentence because it's just... It's not okay. <laughs> yeah, it changed the name from stepbrothers to sisters, and I feel like the connotation of the movie completely changes. But this is speaking of weird names and what they make you think of. I was sitting at a restaurant yesterday, and I was wearing this shirt from Unbound, and it just says Shimano United in Emporia. And there was You're this not cleaning your dude. Shirt? What's that? You were in your shirt two days in a row, piglet. What do you mean? Well, yeah. You said it was yesterday. <laughs> you were wearing, you're wearing the cool. shirt so right here's now. The thing. I rode my bike yesterday, and then I put the shirt on, and I went to dinner. I wore it for all of three hours, and then I went to bed, and then I rode my bike, and I just put it on again. This has now six hours of wear time. <laughs> this is totally it, it, acceptable. 
Absolutely. You're you cutting down on your laundry, you know, you're not, you're yeah. saving water. You know. So I'm wearing this shirt and granted yesterday was not the first time I wore the shirt. So it has more than six hours of wear time, but here I am, Bend, Oregon, wearing this shirt and a guy recognizes Emporia. And I was like, oh, you must ride gravel. And he's like, yeah, I ride a little bit. And there are all these other guys at the table and uh, I'm from Ohio. And it turns out three of them went to school in Ohio. So we were talking about that. And he's like, so what do you say you guys are doing in Kansas? Is that where they just make corn? And he did not enunciate the corn very strongly. He's like, you make corn? And I'm just like, who the hell makes corn? Like you grow corn. So here I am, my mind goes to making corn. And who I was having dinner with, he was like, where, what are these people talking about? And yeah, I, and I was also eating a corn dog at the time. <laughs> just, just for reference. <laughs> so I'm trying to eat this, this corn dog and have a conversation with these complete strangers. And I was just like, dude, I know you said make corn, but I can't eat a corn dog and think about making corn in Kansas and have a stranger, like have a conversation with strangers at the same time. And he's like, what do you mean? I said, so what I said, and I'm like, I know, but it rhymes and it sounds like that's what you said. And you don't, you don't freaking make corn, man. You grow it. And yeah, that, that plus the, plus that the corn dog <laughs> and the corn dog. I mean, I could have got a regular hot dog, but corn dog was an option. So clearly I got that one. Yeah. So that is how I had a conversation about porn in Canvas in Kansas with a bunch of strangers. Nice job. <laughs> Nice. I, I will say the fact that Becca and Caroline are wearing the same shirt. Is it because you guys miss being in the same shirt together? Yeah, yes. I, I miss my little one, you know. She called me sweaty. I mean, Ooh. you say you always sweaty. I'm probably the sweaty one right now. I'm always sweaty, I know. It's because you, I'm you sweaty. Try, I'm you sweaty try guy. Really hard. I, I'm, <laughs> always, I'm always sweaty guy on the dance floor. Like We went to a concert last night. We saw Sylvanesso in Asheville. And uh, you don't know, you don't Sylvan and Nesso. Uh Okay, well, we saw a concert last night. The the dance floor was a ruckus, and I I can't be at a concert without being called out for my sweatiness. I'm always well, just like, you, hey, get, you, get, you know, having a good time, and I'll turn around, there would be someone in my face like, hey, sweaty guy, <laughs> what's up, I know sweaty I'm guy? Sweaty. It's healthy. I feel like as athletes, we're predisposed to sweat. Like as soon as my heart rate yeah. gets above a certain level, my body's like, it's happening. And then my yeah. heart rate goes really high and then I get really sweaty. And then I'm like, this is awkward. I was just walking up one flight of stairs. <laughs> so you know what I call it? It's probably like pre-pre-menopause now. I actually have been tested for pre-menopause or like to be menopausal multiple times because I always get really hot legs. And then I go to the doctor and I'm like, I'm hot all the time. Turns out they just I mean, we're, we're, we're getting closer for sure. No, you're not. I'm 30 I said pre-menopause. Pre pre. Like, Did you not pre-pre. notice the pre before the pre? No, you're in, so when we Caroline, when we were teammates, how old was I? Twenty six? Is that right? Is that a good guess? I don't know. I mean like which year were you at Raleigh? At the first Amy D. I was very young and you were like, You have one foot in the grave and I'm like, I'm <laughs> really yes. college. I no, I said when you pass thirty, it's only going down. That's it. It's a All reality. Right. <laughs> She's not wrong. Every day I wake up and something new is hurt. It's unbelievable. I didn't even do shit yesterday, and three new things this morning hurt. 
it's like you get 30 and you pass 33 and it's like you know it's just your body is like Ugh. yeah yeah i got the bursitis right now tennis elbow anyone ever had tennis elbow it's the it's the i get bursitis worst. in my knee it's the worst fucking Whoa. thing ever and it lasts forever three months of bursitis i've been able to rock climb or work out i'm very pent up and frustrated uh, try having it in your knee when your job yeah. is to use your knees it is oh, real god yeah yeah oh I'm god not, yeah i'm not uh, you know i'm serious maybe you're lucky but my body is not happy yeah me either my body's a disgruntled employee for sure there's lots of things going on uh, i just turned 41 and uh, my wife and i found out that we are going to be having our first baby congratulations so be, you're definitely going to get older you know, uh, uh, yeah, bye bye sleep. But my wife jokes that now I'll at least have somebody to play with. So it'll be a nice distraction. Cool. Well, you must not be that worried about your age because you said your first baby, meaning you want to be 50 and have another one. Uh, yeah, something like that. I got tons of energy though, and longevity is usually, yeah, we'll probably have one more at some point, probably not too far after, but it, it is going to be a boy, a little Bobo Jr. Nice. And, and we're excited. Cool. We're not going we're not actually gonna name him Bobo Jr., just so you know. Could be cool. Yeah, you could, could be cool. You could refer to that on your YouTube as Bobo Jr. Just never say but, his real name. Yeah. yeah. For for sure. Well at least you'll have somebody else to, you know, act and con into acting stuff instead of harassing your friends. Oh no, he's gonna be running camera. I need someone in that I need some crew members more than I need <laughs> more talent. But Sorry, uh, yeah. I'm available. I, I'm yeah. Okay, we'll get we'll get you in there. <laughs> when's the next gravel race? Speaking of yeah. all the jobs, when's the next uh, biking job? We don't we don't call it a job. We don't make money. It's true. We don't call it a job. My next opportunity to go in debt. Um, <laughs> I'm flying to <laughs> BC and doing BC bike race. Whoa, cool! What is wow. that? Wow. Uh, it's July. Third through the ninth, I think. So I'll be there the second through the tenth, and I'm doing that instead of Crusher in the Tusher because Crusher sucks. <laughs> I mean, it crush Whoa. you for sure, dude. Uh, it is Caroline. Are you doing it? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing two stupid things. I'm. Just, I think every single day I wake up, I'm like, I need to retire. This is stupid. <laughs> um, I'm doing Bighorn Gravel. Jake Wells, my teammate from last year, uh, put this race on last year for the first time. I'm going to support, and also Shimano really wants us to go. It's 85 miles and over 10,000 feet of climbing at high altitude, and it's bumpy. It can be pouring rain, cold. It's awful. I mean. But uh, I guess we're doing it. Then we'll I will be doing Crusher like two weeks later. I may, be reti- I may be retiring and doing a Bobo job later. Absolutely. I think that's usually the that's the natural transition these days is racer to YouTuber. I mean, the, the racers uh, are I'm taking really over this game. Not, I don't know. I think, you know, what? I don't know. I'm not doing it right. I'm not. You don't have to teach me how to get people to follow things. Okay, for sure. I crashed and chugged beer and farted my way to the top but I mean there's a lot of different avenues one can take flatulence was my strong point (laughs) mine is porta potty reviews ooh nice that should be an Instagram account is that really is that a thing that's, uh, that just jump okay, on. Well, now I'm offended. You don't watch my vlogs, but uh, I have a. <laughs> I don't maybe. watch your vlogs. Are you? Do you really? Is this a, 
Yes. I have a porta potty porta potty section in all of my vlogs. Awesome. <laughs> my goodness. What about you? Marika? Now I have to watch. For me, what is next for me? Oh yeah, nationals. Not this weekend, but next weekend. Well, we get the get the stars and stripes. Yeah, crit nationals Friday. Not doing time trial nationals because why would you want to do that? And then road race is on Sunday in Knoxville, Tennessee. I thought cool. nationals was happening this weekend. Hopefully not because <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. There's like uh, a lot of juniors at nationals this weekend, right? I think it's amateur nationals in road. Oh, different, right? Yeah, because I saw U twenty three, and I don't know what U twenty three. Oh, you probably. Like, I think it's probably the young ones. They're probably doing different. Like amateur and junior, then they do the pro at a different weekend. Otherwise, yeah. you would be racing from all day long with all the categories in America. Every two years, there there is a category anyway, from twelve to thirteen, thirteen to fourteen, fifteen to sixteen. So you would have you don't have enough time in a weekend. Yeah, but it's a little weird, yeah, yeah. Erica. Right, that sometimes like the pros will go to amateur nationals, but yet they can't wear the stars and stripes if they win it. Right, if they race pro. Well, for the men, only if you're a man. <laughs> if you're a woman, there you can only go to pro nationals. But for amateur men, the the Roanoke event doesn't have a women's equivalent category that I can go to, which I don't really understand or and didn't really look into. But I know that Emily was all fired up about that, and I don't really remember the whole thing. I don't know. Actually, it's funny. I was almost tempted on asking Emily to come on, and then I think I, Bobo would have been way too outnumbered. You can handle a lot of women. <laughs> That's I mean, at sure, least Adam. one. <laughs> so what's gonna what was the, what's gonna be the hardest, Caroline? Like Unbound or? Jake event or the the last one you've come in or Crusher? No, no, I cr- I cried seven times at Unbound, so I think that's it. <laughs> this is this is you know what? I'm okay. You know what? Let's be real here. Yeah. I want to know. I want to hear someone telling me that Unbound is fun. Like, yeah, tell tell me the truth. I think the human race is. I don't know what the word is, but I think we like to challenge ourselves to the point of stupidity. And like, hey, I'm going to do something that it's stupid, crazy, unreal. And then you go back to work on Monday. Everybody else is like, oh, my gosh, what the hell did you do? I don't know. I'm not sure. I can't wrap up my mind around it. Because why would you sign up for something like that? Well, so here's the thing. I want to quit every single bike race I do. I've never been in a bike race and not wanted to quit multiple times. It doesn't matter if it's cyclocross, if it's a road race, it's it's gravel race. That just means you're doing it right. That's refreshing to hear. I was watching an XC race today and I was like, don't they want to quit? And it was only a minute into the race. They were sprinting up the climb and I was like, I want to quit. I can't. I like sitting on the couch drinking coffee, watching those UCI XC races. All I can think like, I get the heart palpitations as they're on the line. And I'm like, I will never in my life be able to race a bike like that. And I'm like, oh, this is so weird. So you need, this is why I'm not meant for gravel. We're, we're having the answer here because the only discipline I want to quit every single freaking mile is gravel. So I'm going for 106 miles. So I cried 106 miles. I hold it together for 106. <laughs> Before 106, I'm like, I'm quitting. This is stupid. If I have to do this to race my cyclocross bikes, I don't want to do it. I'm like in this really stupid mind, really negative, really bad. 
And then I thought about this lady that I saw the day prior. She's like, I attempted twice. And I was like, I'm not attempting it. I'm doing it once. I'm finishing it. And I will <laughs> never do it again. So after 108, my second cry, I'm like, I have to pull it together to find a way to just count those smiles one by one and get to this stupid finish line at 205. So to me, I never want to quit except when I'm on a gravel bike. So my mind goes all over the places. Like at least when I'm racing cross country that I used to race cross country walk up and cyclocross, it's so intense and so high intensity and you have so much going on. Like you can fall asleep on your bike in Kansas because you go straight for 20 miles anyway. And then like my mind does not go all over the place because I have to focus on what I'm doing when it's that intense. So it's like my freedom for that amount of time. Gravel makes me think about I should have put more money in retirement plan. I should really finish my, I should really finish my project in the house. Uh, I should have got married. I should have done this. I'm doing my full life for 13 hours. It's exhausting. Oh, God, it Did sounds... you know if you go faster, you're not out there as long? I know, but oh, I can't true. go that fast. Yeah. I don't know if I don't want to blow myself at 150 miles and then cry on the side of the road and want to quit even more and then be stuck in a tornado in Kansas because we technically went through a tornado and there's no town. So at what point does Caroline make wow. uh, Lauren show up to the races and talk in a French accent and say that she's her? I don't know. I'm trying to get her to like to actually do the things like as a young kid. I'm like, I can't suck at social media. I'm old. My generation, we did not grow up, and apparently I'm doing it wrong. I was told I'm doing it wrong. I don't know if I can say it on video, but apparently I'm not using what I'm supposed to use. But Lauren is like, she likes the attention. She's a pretty girl. She's smart. She's goofy. Like, she's always smiling. She's positive. But for some reason, I can't get her to post and get engaged. She's starting to speak a little bit the French. You can ask her next time. She's getting good at it for sure. The accent. Every time I try to mimic you, I just sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh, you can ask Becca. She always try it. Come on. You can ask I'm Becca. not. No, yeah. I'm not going to do it. Wow, wow. wow. Look at me up for it. Wow. No, that's exactly what I sound like. Come on, Becca. <laughs> you, you've been around me long enough. You can do it. Because hey. I'm a friend. So why else would I speak in this ridiculous accent? <laughs> Come on. I hey, this is, so I'm not going to do it, but this is one question I have. <laughs> so we talk about I guess South Africa is a country. We talk about South Africa. We talk about the Southern U.S. Why don't we talk about Southern France? It's always the South of France. It's true. The South of France. You guys are pretentious AF. Why all the airs? Why you, all the you make up every single stupid thing. Like French toast. There's nothing French about the way you make the stupid toast. English don't you muffin. dare say a bad thing about French fries. Yeah. You just put French to sound fancy. You have nothing fancy, so you have to put a French word in front of it to sound fancy. What the hell? We invented the missionary position. You're welcome. Really? That's great. That's my exactly. Favorite. What about the 69? I'm really doing that. We invented it. Let's Google it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure it out so you can talk. Uh, I just think of uh, uh, Talladega Nights. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. We invented the existentialism, uh, democracy, and the menage a toi. <laughs> you wish that, you could do that. <laughs> you wish you could do that. Uh. 
Oh man. Yeah. Some people just can't do accents, uh, though. Um, but I, I do want to hear Becca's French accent because I just watched the Arnold documentary, so that voice is very fresh in my in my brain. You did a really good job with it. It was it was exactly like me being Caroline. <laughs> okay, cool. So I, I handled it. Oh man, the French. Ow. It says it was stolen from the French. What was Soixante-neuf. You st- you made it sixty-nine, but it was called Soixante-neuf. Oh, she's so. looking it up. <laughs> I can't even pronounce that. Soissante exactly. neuf. Scissor sticks? What? Je I don't know what you're saying. Soissante neuf. Croissant enough? <laughs> yeah, right. Man, now I want croissants. <laughs> this conversation is making me very hungry. Yeah, what was the Instagram real trend with the word croissant? Why was that a thing? Does anyone know the answer? With the dogs, oh, and then it's just like, I would like it. Croissant. Yeah, why would it like that? Do it. I must. I mean, sometimes I blame my French. I'm like, I don't understand the joke. Bubba would probably know. I mean, he's the social media YouTube guy. So, Bubba, come on, explain the croissant yeah. thing. I, I am out of the loop apparently, and, I, and I'm doing it wrong because I don't know about the croissant trend. But it's just like people take videos of their dogs, and then it would be like, I really want a, and then it would be a weird picture of their dog or a dog laying down, and be like, croissant. I can't. I can't explain those videos. It's always those videos, and they have like a million, three million views, and you can't explain it. I don't. I don't. Maybe. Know. Maybe we just. Maybe I just have to be really stupid, and then I will have a lot of followers. Yes. Yes. Uh, I think quick. we all have to be like ten to fifteen years younger. They will become definitely. Okay, definitely. Wait, so like, you trying, yeah. Are you saying we have two feet in the grave? Well, we, we don't know. What I was told. Huh? So I talked to, I'm, I can kill her out, whatever. I like her, I know. I told Blondie, really nuts. I was like, damn, you're doing good. I was like, you're playing your blonde card. I was like, I'm too old. I'm not blonde. Not hot enough. And she's like, you're doing it wrong. I was like, why? She's like, you're not playing your gay card. And I was like, I'm not pooping Rambo to get more followers. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was told. Do you remember hashtag nipple for likes? Oh, yeah. When we were, I was on Amy D Foundation. She was on Raleigh Clement. Laurel Rathburn was with us too. And we would sneak into every post, hashtag nipples for likes. Don, Don, our manager, really was like, guys, you really have to make those hashtags and everything. And we had the list. And I was like, nobody pay attention to those things. <laughs> so we were playing and putting like, yeah, nipples for like those things. And it was pretty funny because he didn't pay attention most of the time. No, he noticed at some point and he said, we have to stop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's going to be and the title of my next YouTube video. Nipples yep. for likes? Yeah. yeah. Well, you I'm can't take no it. Context. That's ours. That's yeah, how, they, that's how, yeah, that's, that's how you guys uh, launch your YouTube career. Trademark. Yeah. Trademark. I just trademarked uh, you it. You can't trademark it after you got trademarked before. You got say LLC, nipples for likes. Then it counts. No, it it's counts. not an LLC. I did not make a freaking limited liability company for nipples. It doesn't matter. LLC, like... It, it's fine. We can do an LLC. It takes five minutes. <laughs> I'm sure nipples for likes could very well already be taken. Never no, no, but the American is so weird because if I show my nipples, I'm going to get in trouble anyway. I used to get in so much trouble when I was, when I moved here from France, I would just change, take my t-shirt off. And then everybody's like, oh my gosh, you can't. there's kids. And I was like, what are you talking about? And How I dare you? Sh- yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, very child, the thing that they've been sucking on for the first three years of their life. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Okay, explain to me, why are you making such a big deal of, like, boobs and tits? I mean, some, some are better looking than others, but we all have it. I'm a fan of boobs, like, in general. I, I don't see the problem either. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think they just want to be fashionable with their constituency and, and, and join hands in mutual hate for something. And they just, you know, find all kinds of weird things, like boobs. How the hell did you land on that one? Uh, you're very creative if you hate if you hate that that much. <laughs> you hate I mean, there are some well. bad looking ones, but still boobs. I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is weird. the 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 ban on nipples in this country is is odd. Free the nipple. Four years ago, in my local Columbus, Ohio cross scene, we had a women's team. They got really fed up with the fact that bystanders and spectators would give them crap for fully unzipping. So they came up with uh, uh, little stickers called uh, hashtag free the chest. Nice. Yeah, damn. Like, why can't we? You you walk with no shirt, guys, and your nipples are out. Why are you making such a big deal of this? And that's because there's, I mean, some guys have big, bigger boobs than me. Oh, a yeah. A lot of them, actually. And we it's don't true. make it a big is a double deal. standard. So it's like you don't make a big deal of this guy walking on the street with bigger boobs than me. I mean, not saying that I just want to walk with my boobs out, but I'm just <laughs> stating a point. Uh, I probably wants to. I get really uncomfortable when people look at me, so I don't think I would enjoy that. I think I'm with Erica on this one. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> wow. You joined the dark side. <laughs> yeah, what, what happened here? It's very dark. I'm going to keep the lights off all the time. <laughs> I, I will say I'm really impressed that I didn't have to introduce the first topic talking point. You guys just did the things we don't talk uh, about. If you want to talk bikes, we're not really into bikes anymore. We just did. Oh, I forgot. You're, like you're converting. Anymore. Yeah, I forgot. You're you're switching your career, <laughs> Caroline. So you just need uh, to show up, Caroline, now with like a video camera and just, you know, the the racing is just an afterthought. You know, go racing, around the market. Bobo, what's your advice? Like, what, what does she need so, to do to become a YouTube star? Crossover. My girlfriend said that gravel is lame. She's right. I mean, she's the problem is she's like, yeah, cross is fun. Like, crit is fun. You can go watch. You can get have a beer on the side. Watch bike racing. You see it multiple times. There's people. Gravel, you go in the middle of nowhere for like 13 hours. She's like, I'm not going. I was like, hey, you can come to the next one. She's like, no, I'm not going. I don't blame her. She's like, I'm going to keep my days for coming to cross. And I was like, so Bobo, tell me what we have to do here. Because apparently bike racing is not that entertaining anymore. Don't be like me because my channel got popular initially by people tuning in just to watch me skip off of rocks down double black diamonds because I was riding shit way over my head. And I bounce very well. I guess like one of my talents is not necessarily bike handling oh, skills as much as it is tucking and rolling. But no, you know, honestly, people just want to get to know you and they want to connect with you. Uh, so whatever type of like, content that you decide to do, any camera is good enough. And you just have to go out and be willing to suck at it for a little while. Because you're going to get much better at it down the road. In fact, some people would say, like, make five videos that you're not even going to put on your channel before you start. And then your sixth video is your first video. I mean, that's like generic advice, but it makes sense. You're going to suck at it for a while. That's fine. Okay. I, su I suck at a lot of things. You got to be willing to suck. Yeah. You guys are racers, so all about pushing through pain and awkwardness. Uh, we can, and, take, we yeah. can take a lot of those, for sure. It's a lot of rejection world yeah it's you know sometimes i i think to myself oh, man i failed so much i good job me and then i think 
maybe I haven't failed enough. You know, I so yeah, you gotta be willing to to fail a lot. Also, uh, I look back at some of my episodes from years ago, and they're so cringy and hard to watch. You know, I have to like watch something new just to like erase that from my memory. So it's funny. You'll it's a process. But like, you have people help you film these, right? Does anybody well, hold a camera, or do you have like a tripod out there? It's oh, kind of. No. It's kind of a mix of that, that, like you have like reluctant help, I would say, because <laughs> all my friends, they are characters on the channel. They are actually very talented guys in their own way. So I do have help from time to time with people acting in the sketch videos or some of my friends will cam up for me. But it is like pulling teeth when we're at the bike park. and Everybody's like having a great day and drinking beers and, woo, you know, uh, having a blast and I have to say, hey guys, we have to do a run now where I do B-roll and they're just like, it's like pulling teeth sometimes. So, or herding cats. So yes, I do have help and sometimes I'd be better off on my own. But a lot of times I, I do film on my own. Sorry, that was a really long answer. But yeah, filming filming's tough because if you think about it, to get one shot, you set up a camera, you climb back up the trail about 100 yards to get the speed right, then you blast past the camera then you come back and get the camera. That's 1.5 seconds in your entire episode. And you just have to keep doing that over and over and over again. So, and guess awesome. what, Bobo? You got three more followers tonight. Because I know oh, we yeah? follow you, but we got to follow you. Because well, now I, I want to see. I you up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to subscribe. I subscribed now. Sweet. Thank you very much. You Thank do you. not look the same from, I'm not entirely sure this is you. Are you biking with Bobo? Yeah. <laughs> I don't the person I am looking at on this screen is not the person yeah. on this channel. So I'm a I'm a chameleon. I, I mix it up, you know. I just I had a mustache the other day and I tried to trim it up and then I went too deep and it went like half Hitler. And I had to like <laughs> I was like, fuck. So I had to get uh, like I, I tried to cut my hair tonight for the first time ever. And I I just Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so that's probably why I look way different. I, I I did such a good job, and then I like saw one little thing. I was like, ah, oh, never go back. But <gasps> so now I can. I either gotta like like buzz it off or like do a lightning bolt. Probably do a lightning bolt. It's fine. I just it grows back pretty quickly. We can, if I try to shave a little bit of my side, we're we're having problems. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my channel, biking with Bobo. Um, a complete stranger standing in your stead. <laughs> yeah, I'm a chameleon. I, I like to switch, switch up my look just in case the authorities are looking for me. Yeah, yeah I figure you, you probably trouble. Oh, yes. Yes, very much so. My wife endures it. She keeps me in check. And if it wasn't for her, I'd probably not be alive or at least walking around free. So, Erica, I was wondering, we, well, I talk, last I talked to you was before NCL went off. How's the crit season been? Has there been anything weird that's happened yet? <laughs> No, nothing weird. Everything's great. Yeah, I, the staff is amazing. My teammates are awesome. Like, everything has been so fun and, like, good. And it's just that I'm super, super, like, stoked on it. It's been great. Gosh, send me in. That seems a little closer <laughs> to my expertise here. Going in circle <laughs> for an hour. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely, like, it's cool because we have a men's and women's squad. So it's it's fun like having a little bit of a bigger group of people and then like being excited watching your teammates race the men's race like i don't and vice versa you know it's i don't know it's just a really cool it's been good the next ncl event is in denver after the littleton race so we have like about a 
month, over a month before the next one. So there's some time. If you weren't able to race road, would you actually race cross again or would you do something else? Hmm, good question. I used to race mountain bikes, like cross country mountain bikes, but no, I don't, I don't know. I don't think like the regional stuff is fun. It's just hard to race mountain bikes in the U.S. Like if you want to do cross country mountain biking, it's like, they're not a lot of events and they're pretty far away, hard to get to, hard to get support. Plus, I'm old, <laughs> yes. younger, very fast. Um, well, moving. that's why they invented um, going into debt and having YouTube channels. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's, it's just discrimination because <laughs> you like put on your profile that in like in your resume, racing resume that you're 36, nobody give you a chance because it's all about the young one. And I'm like, man, I may have more years than a 20 years old who's going to meet a boyfriend, want to do the life and all the things. I may have way more years, but because I'm 36, you're not going to give me a chance. BS. I call it BS. It's like discrimination for old people. Ageism. You should just uh, write 26 on your resume. Send it in. See what happens. Uh, have you seen my wrinkle here? <laughs> and then I shift the tooth at Earnbald. I'm not looking 20. <laughs> I'm gonna need to do Botox for sure. Oh come on! So Bobo, I want to know how sweet is the YT e-bike money? Is it really that nice, or is it just? <laughs> you know, I just uh, I really love riding for that company. They have really great social media presence. They like they do films, like they do a lot of cinematic stuff, and with their social media as opposed to like generic, just go out and shoot somebody ripping. Like they do like horror movies and comedies. And they hire like really talented directors. So to be a part of that somehow, not to mention their bikes are just amazing. The decoy is probably the sickest e-bike on the planet. Like if if someone needed to make an e-bike for the movie Mad Max, you know, like this, that would be what they would choose for sure. The decoy. So I love riding for YT. It's been an awesome collaboration. Is it weird uh, that you actually have a bike sponsor? Uh, very. So I just was at Benville Bike Fest and I was hanging with the YT mob and I'm with I'm roommates with actual legends like Brett Tippy. He was like the first Red Bull Rampage guy and I'm sharing a room with him and a couple other guys. And like the first night I got kicked out of the room for snoring, you know, <laughs> and we're like trying to relate to these guys. Uh, Dylan Stark, he's like talking about how he does backflips. He's like, yeah, you know, I do backflip. I like like twist my head so it cork it out and me and my buddy Nate are just like yep uh huh <laughs> it was definitely overwhelming but really cool getting to meet those guys and it's it's really awesome what YouTube has done for me Brett Tippy is an absolute maniac <laughs> I don't know if you know who that is but uh, he's a wild man it's been fun love YT uh, are y'all familiar with the brand YT at all I'm sure like our bike want, brands are completely don't match at all I bet, yeah. What, I'm what, contractually what obligated to ignore every other bicycle brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, 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 you know how we go to silence? We're like, we're not talking. Yeah, right. No comment. We don't want to hear about bikes. <laughs> Any other bikes? Uh, they just sent me a new bike, and I got I got on it for the first time yesterday. And it was the first time for me doing a big pedal in a long time, and it was rough. My legs are killing me. Oh, so it's oh, a real, like you said, it's a real, it's a real bike now. Yeah, I know. I got spoiled. Like when I hopped on my Amish bike, I was like, "Is this what gravity is?" It's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, it's uh, it was brutal. But 
it's going to be better for me. I'm excited to get back to pedaling because I've been sponsored by them, so I can only ride whatever bikes they send me, and they've only sent me the e-bike. So that's all I well, was What are they trying to say about your fitness? My fitness is shit <laughs> right now. You don't need to be threatened by the level of fitness you had. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. You. you can still ride really hard. I did world championship mountain bike, e-bike in Canada oh, yeah. two years ago. Oh my gosh. I had taste of blood in my mouth. Yeah. Oh, you still definitely put in work on the e-bikes. Oh, yeah. especially... It's not that easy. I have two e-bikes at home. So yeah. yes. And they're heavy too. So like you're, you know, through it's tight It's like riding a motorcycle, sections. but having yeah. no throttle. No throttle. Yeah, for sure. I do love them though. Uh, I think a lot of people think the main reason I love e-bikes is because of the the no climbing part or at least doing 20 miles per hour up the climb which is a lot of fun you find all kinds of little jumps and jibs it's a safety thing for me i like to hit big jumps and believe it or not big heavy e-bikes like i really didn't know this until i tried it myself just feel way more comfortable they're way more stable in the air so it's just like a motorcycle so it makes me feel comfortable and frankly it's either don't do those big jumps or do it on a bike that I feel completely confident in, you know, and yeah, that's what the e-bike is for me. I can't, I can't relate because I raced motocross for years. And then when I got to like a super light bike, I was like, what is this yeah. little thing? I can't, I can't jump. It's so unstable. You feel like you have nothing between your legs. So yes, yes. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like nothing between your legs. <laughs> you, yeah, no yeah, comment yeah. on that one. <laughs> I don't know. She's on a dating. She's on a dating phase, so she probably has a lot more between her legs than I do. <laughs> Whoa! Well, I'm sure it's not you know, as fine. crazy as Becca's uh, Belgium dating days. Yeah, I mean, I met none of those people in person. <laughs> but actually, would have been really funny. Gosh, you see, Bobo is saying, can you imagine if you would have done a YouTube channel to meet those guys? I mean, I would have to hire a camera person mostly I mean, to I mean, ensure I mean, that there I was mean, a third I mean, party to make sure I was safe. <laughs> right. I, I can protect you. We can wear the same t-shirts. And I- <laughs> they'll, they'll know that we're on a team. They won't mess with yeah. us because of the team aspect. <laughs> we're like on the same team, but we don't play for the same team, if you know what I mean. So it's cool to bring her along. So we're fine. That's hilarious. Win-win. Yep. See, depending on whose view you're you're taking. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, you just gotta take the camera out and do it yourself. Sometimes, you know, that's uh that's another talent that you have to have as a YouTuber too. So. Big yeah, we just have to be teammates again. Yeah, there you Let's go. Find a way. Give me some money, and then I'm all yours. I'll pretty well, much anything for money. I wrote a team. Let's make it work. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking for a writer next year. Is this a contractual discussion right now? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Can Erica be my soigneur? Who is I, this new racing team, yeah. Bob? I don't know, but they're sponsored by a website called nipplesforlikes.com. I, I, I hear you can, sell your, you can sell your feet for money. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's yep. a lot of things to do when you can't make money racing bikes. Yeah, you need that revenue I, stream. I'm still not sure how to get into that, but yeah. Apparently, it's a thing. Yeah. For sure. I mean, do you know I don't judge. Everybody has their own activities. We yeah. we base our bike for stupid hours. Some people like to watch feet. We just have different hobbies. That's true. Well, I mean, Becca is technically a YouTuber, right, Becca? You know, you really have to be it. a YouTuber. I am, it is in my contract that I have to put things on YouTube. 
what is your YouTube channel? Yeah, follow her. Go on. Go yeah, far. Here. We need your help here. G-O-F-E-O-F-A-H-R. I'm looking myself up. That's me. That's me right there. You just follow you. If I get like a hundred thousand more subscribers, I'll catch up to you. Wait, what is that? <laughs> well, that's what well, I'm sorry. Can you spell it one more time? G-O-F-A-H-R. So it's like go far and dirty. Yeah. It's like go far, but with my last name and a distance. Oh, there you <laughs> it's are. Oh, that's yeah. me. Yeah. She had nice. some pretty good uh, COVID 2020 in Europe episodes. And now I'm subscribed to you. Oh, look at that. Swift little tip for tat. Little swippy swap. Booyah. She's oh, yeah. pretty good at it. Cool. She's a, she does a good job. Awesome. I appreciate that. I don't really enjoy doing it. Carrie loves doing it. Like, it's a part of his his race day thing. He actually enjoys it. I hate it when something really cool happens. And I'm like, oh, I should have had that on the vlog. But, like, cool shit doesn't happen when you have your camera out. I think it's. I think that's that's what I'm struggling with. I feel like if you, if somebody was following me in life, like every, like and just catch things, I could make like something really funny and it could yeah. be like entertaining. But I just feel like I, I lose like I am not myself when I'm just like when it's like planned. Yeah, it's like it's easier if it's just impulsive. Kind of, I'm more like a the impulsive Caroline is way better than the one who's like, okay, let's plan on trying to do something. If I get excited about something, the moment I pull the GoPro out, it's like, like oh, dies a little. And I'm like, oh. Yep. And you get that. Yeah, it is a, it, yeah, it, it sucks. You do. You'll see things and you won't even appreciate what you're watching in real life because all you can think of is, I don't have a camera right now. You know, uh, yeah, it, it'll haunt your dreams for sure. Uh, but, you know, that's why you ABR, you always be rolling. Just always like you have to. I ain't I got battery or data cards for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't we don't like that much. Come on, Bobo. <laughs> I have one camera, one battery, and one memory card, man. Oh yeah, that's tough. Yeah. And who, uh, who oh, man. and who wants to go through like twelve hours of just random blank footage Wait, for like oh you, at this I time? Mean, if you if you could have been yeah. in my mind for thirteen hours, that would have been hilarious because you've kept catch little moments of oh yeah stupidity in my mind, but I would have to talk about it. <laughs> And uh, it's a long time to talk about how miserable I was for 13 hours. <laughs> People would love that, though. Yeah. I actually didn't pull the GoPro out, like, at all during Unbound. I was going through my footage, and I was like, I literally pulled the camera out three times over the course of 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, but you were also performing. I was, yeah. I was, like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, man, I can't do this. Yeah. Can we, can, done that. can we talk about how Becca's, like, now at the, you're in the, Top half of the unbound standings, right? She's a grand uh, lifetime grand prix. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the top ten now. Ooh. Yeah. Wow! Watch that! I'm, hey, watch that! Well, I'm coming for you. I will pass you after the crusher. How many? I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> How many more events are in the lifetime series? Oh, five. 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 There are seven events. They take your top five scoring. Okay. You have to be at the last one, so it's mandatory. What's yeah. the last one? Big sugar, sugar gravel. Oh, that's that's supposed to be cool, right? Are you? I did it last year. I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's cool, but it's it's also like it's really long. Like the the calendar is technically going from 
April to October. That's a, that's a long time. Like it's it's well dispatched because it's every month. That's why I chose to be so unfit at Sea Otter. <laughs> but I feel like I'm still but. unfit. <laughs> Do you ever get fit for those things? I'm really questioning. I don't my think I've been fit right since now. 2019. So. I am really questioning my entire life. Like, am I capable of being fit for this? I'm like, my mind is going all over the place. What do I have to do? I like went on a scale. I'm like, yeah, I'm too heavy. I can't do this. Can't train. I can't. The problem is like, okay, can you be, can you be performing and not train freaking 20 hours? Would you want to race 13? It's like, the problem is, like, at the same time, I just feel like that requires so much training to be ready for those events. And, like, I'm not I'm not taking any, like, I'm not saying that any other discipline is easier, but I can be performing cross because also I've been racing for 20 years. My body can be ready in a more compact training weekly than doing that gravel scene. And I think it I think we talked briefly with Becca the other day, and it's like it takes probably a couple of years for your body can, to like adapt about the nutrition, the hydration, the the longer ride, the more volume. My body's, my mind, and my body is like I don't have the time. I have multiple, like I have full time jobs. I can't. I'm not gonna get up at four in the morning. I'm not fourteen and that motivated anymore to get up at fourteen, like at four in the morning to go ride three hours or five hours to be. You you don't want to do the you don't want to do the mark. Mark, Mark Wahlberg routine, the wake up at 4 a.m., work, no, at, work out three hours. <sighs> Do I get Mark, paid like Mark Wahlberg? Because I don't know. Like, hey, Wahlberg. guess what, Bobo? You're going to be Wahlberg. this guy because you're going to have a kid and you're not going to sleep anymore. I, so. Yeah, I'm going to be on the Mark Wahlberg workout plan soon enough. Yep. You can oh, work yeah. out at 4 in the morning. Why does it always sound like I'm out of breath? I did entourage. <laughs> I will say, Caroline, it's a little funny that I saw you at U.S. Cross Nats in December, and you said you were retired. You know, it's over. She's been no. saying that for like five years. <laughs> I mean, she's she's been saying that. I am half-retired. This is half-retired. This means I'm not racing international level because I'm too old. Now I have to be 19 to win World Cup. I got medal at Worlds. I was second in the world. I know I'm not to get better at that. I have to accept that my international days are behind. That's it. I'm half retired. I'm trying to like and discover the gravel scene. So far, I'm not sure yet. Because I think the problem is, okay, that's going to sound terrible, but my my thinking is, if I was performing in gravel, I would probably like it, but I don't like to be top 20 in races. That's, I'm not liking it. It's like, hmm. Like, you have to scroll to, like, get the result. I'm like, what the hell? I don't even know, like, all those 19 people. And saying it's amazing. They're a great racer. But I'm like, it's putting me putting me out of my comfort zone in some ways because I like to perform. And right now, I'm not performing. Caroline, well, you know what I have to say to you? And please. It, it sucks to suck. Welcome yeah, to it's my awful. life. It sucks to suck. But I've, I've got my ass. My ass kicked many times in the last 20 years, but I know I can pull it together when I want to. But right now, I don't know if I have the mental and the physical strengths to get to be a good gravel racer. But I'm working on it and I'm trying, but I'm not sure I am making the right decision to get there. I'm questioning everything right now because I want to perform. I want to be with you, like Cup 5, and 
fighting wrong instead of like being passed and be like, just do what I did. Get so injured. You're nothing but a puddle of mush that would rather die than be alive. And then for three years, contemplate your very existence, cry every single day. And then one day you're not in last place anymore and things get better. I don't know. I'm pretty happy. I have, I have an amazing girlfriend. I have a house. I have amazing puppies. I have a job who pays the bill. I don't think I can be that miserable. I mean, I got members all the time. I married a psychopath and I got a divorce and I went through hell. I got my three years already, so can't go back to uh, wanting to kill myself in some ways and be like, life is miserable. I like, I like life now. But it Good. depends on the advice. Part-time custody of a dog. That's what I have. Part-time, <laughs> part-time custody, custody of a dog. Where did, did you get the dog as a boyfriend? He got the dog and didn't want the dog, and I wanted the dog, and then we broke up, and then he's like, I want to keep the dog. And I was like, no, I want the dog. And so now we share the dog. You should know the rule. Never get never get a dog with somebody else. You because you you can always I mean the the new world now it's like you enter you enter marriage thinking that it can be broken anyway. There's no like this is forever. It probably have a chance, maybe it's gonna fail, like everything else in life. So you say, Hey, this is my dog, this is my dog. It's like buying a dishwasher together. Like if you buy furniture, you move it and you're like, I'm buying this, I'm buying you buying this. So when we separate, we're not cutting the dishwasher in two. <laughs> Be smart. You can't cut just the take the door of the dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't do that. Why not? You can. I you see, I can give you advice on relationship because I really suck at it for a long time. <laughs> so do you get the dog like every other weekend? I was gonna or... ask that. Yeah, what is? But the, I guess you can watch uh... the Wednesdays every other weekend and holidays. Oh gosh, it's cute. It's like custody. Nice. No. Really? Uh, what about when you race? So it's practical. Actually, you smart because then you have someone to watch the dog. I have a built-in dog sitter. That's pretty and good. Because dog sitter, I am grateful. My girlfriend has been and her sister has been amazing in watching the dog, but. If you have to do budget of dog sitter, I'm like, this is why I didn't want a dog. Like, I can't afford a dog. I don't have time for a dog. You know, it's it's crazy. She's so freaking cute, though. Yeah, and my, our, $60 yeah. a night. And our dog sitter can never make it out of the, the kitchen because uh, our we have a herding breed. So she just keeps the dog sitter in the kitchen. It's like, where are you going? Where are those feet going? I don't even tackle those feet. But yeah, that that's pretty brilliant. Yeah, always, uh, always have a good dog sitter. On yeah, there. so do you smarter than me? I'm actually dog sitting for three different people this week because I'm dog sitting for my own dog. It's not, I'm not supposed to have the dog right now, but I have the dog right now. Uh, I don't know if you guys know Ryan Trebone. I'm dog sitting for his dog and then another friend too, once he gets back and I just make the rounds and all my friends' dogs are geriatric right now. So we got like a 14 year old dog, a 15 year old dog. I had to watch my roommate's dog for a night before I came here and he's 13. I'm the youngest round and no one will play with me. It's ridiculous. I have, I have an idea. Why don't we have like, so people can bring their dog at races and there's Dude, like I a, thought about this. Gosh, it's maybe having like a kitty corral. You have a doggy corral and you have a dog sitter at the races. And then people can bring Ooh. the dog and we don't have to worry about it. And then they Because like, this was legitimately my idea. Can we not take it? Because this is my retirement <laughs> time. Well, we uh, my, li- my little doggy is 14. Hold on. She Literally all the dogs ran away. <laughs> I think my dog went to sleep. She's just like laughing and put herself to bed. Yeah, right, I like I like I like dogs. 
dog's better She's than sleeping. you anyway. Oh my gosh. Oh. Hey, I'm you geriatric too. This Gosh, the other day it was crazy. Like one of my friends like, hey, are you going to have kids? And I was like, well, I don't know yet. It's not that easy. Like I can't just get pregnant. And she was like, well, you better get on it because you're already in geriatric pregnancy. And I was like, it's true. dude, I know I'm old, but cold geriatric. And I was like, sorry. Say that word again. Yeah, please That's do. like Jurassic. <laughs> you're going to have a Jurassic pregnancy. <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> Caroline's going to give birth to a pterodactyl. Oh, <laughs> shit. Dinosaur. Yep. All right. You don't, you don't know what's going to come out. I mean, in fairness, we don't know what's going in. Like, yeah, where's so, it coming from? We don't know. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going out. So it's the process of having, you know, your male involved in relationship. It's the price. Pterodactyl. Yeah, it's like spinning a wheel. You're like, you just don't know what you're going to get. Like, don't know what's going to happen. Boop, out. I'll let you know if it happens. Oh, gosh. Surprise, he has wings. <laughs> We're great. I'm okay with wings. There's worse than that. There's so much going on these days. Wings would not be a handicap. You know, I mean, you never know. It could be helpful. Kid could do a lot with some wings. I'll take some. Wings. I like my children to be like my feminine products, absorptive and with wings. <laughs> Caroline's like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm, I'm like, describing a feminine pad. Do you use those things? I mean, like, no, but tampons don't have wings, so diva cups don't have wings. There's a tail. It's kind of a. There's a tail, though. This is so bad. It's too late to do a podcast. So, we're cracked. So, Erica, I have a question for you. So, I saw a video a couple days ago. Drew Dillman said that uh, the secret to winning a crit is sitting back, doing nothing until 15 laps to go. Is that that right? Yes. (laughs) Too many laps. I would say 10. Yeah, I'd say less. Yeah, I would do, I don't know. It depends. Like, the Legion train is, like, really dialed, and they have, you know, really good sprinters, so they always keep it together, and they sprint, so I don't know. I accidentally attacked the second day of Tulsa with three laps to go. Not ideal. Pay Erica and her accidental attack. Oh, my gosh. To be accidentally attacking. (laughs) Yeah, it was just, like, trying to ride hard on the front and then all of a sudden I was away from everyone which was not cool and then what do you oh, do no. you can't just like soft settle back to the group with two no you can't take it back yeah you can't take it back so, so you've been racing all these American crit cups and obviously it's a lot different than what NCL is with points every lap do you feel like you have to, everyone's gonna have to readjust back to that sprint points every lap when NCL starts back up in what August I mean it's similar you know it's a similar effort it's similar time it's like an hour long race and there's tons of sprinting. I mean, we still sprint for preems and like mid mid race points. So that's like similar to the NCL. I think the one thing to remember is like, you can sub riders in and out. So if you're going for points or you're going off the front or you're making a move, you know that your director, you can go like a deeper effort because your director can sub you out for a teammate. And then yeah, this is kind of, this is kind of a cool version. Like, it's uh, it's interesting. I watch I watch a um, couple, and I was like, "Gosh, it's it must be so intense because you have to technically just boom every lap because yeah, it's, it's uh, gosh, I can't imagine the the punch that you have to get and how snappy you have to get because I mean, crit is hard enough because you you ride hard for an hour, but having like that acceleration is 
gosh, yeah. it's exactly the other side of the spectrum we are right now. We're just like, oh, I, would, <laughs> yeah. I would love <laughs> at some point. It's hard. Right. It's harder than I thought. Right. Yeah, Car- no, it, it looks really hard. Caroline, maybe that's how we save cyclocross. We have subs. We have points every lap. And Becca can no, you don't. Sub you out. know what would be really cool? Here's my ID because I can't take actually her ID of the mm. dogs. But imagine. You did get a cycle course course, like cannot get F1 kind of system, but like we have no mechanics. So you have pit zone. So you have to have your own cleaning stuff. You have only one bike. You can have a set of wheels, but you have to pick and you have to be tactical about when you're going to get. You also have to practice your skills on how you're going to clean your bike and get out of it really quickly. I think it would make the race so cool because on TV, it would be awesome because you would be racing like this, coming into the pit zone trying to clean your bike, change your wheel if you get a flat. I think that would make on TV really cool and get something out of it. And also it will be a lot more accessible because the problem is cross, you have to have so much equipment with, you know, multiple and bikes. And you have to pay people to take care of it. So it's like, I feel like it would be cool. I would love to at some point be able to try to do like a local stuff and just have it. I don't know, maybe it's them, but I, I thought that would be kind of cool. Maybe that's how we get Becca back in the cross. Because, I mean, if you don't race last year, do you really race cross? I think she wants to do it. She doesn't have the opportunity. Hey, get Kona to sponsor my team, and then we, I will hire you. For cyclocross? There you go. It's really weird for a bike manufacturer to sponsor a sport that they don't make equipment for. I mean, you know, most of the brand is actually the same bike. It depends on the stack. Most but, of the brand is the same bike? Like my Fuji, honestly, when I raced Fuji a couple of years ago, the gravel bike, uh, the spec were super close to a cross bike. I mean, it I had a different size gravel frame. It has a sloped top tube. I mean, uh, it, it weighs like, like three depends. pounds more. Uh, I, I could. I haven't looked at like, C-tube angle, head tube angle. Those are all different. Bottom bracket I mean, clearance is different. Like, some of the brands really go like on the extreme ways, like lower bottom brackets. Like Should I list more different specs or is she just going to keep saying how I'm an idiot and my bikes are the same? Well, I, think- I can do a geometry comparison. It's sad. It's sad. <laughs> hey, um, in other different topics. Uh, <laughs> bye. Uh, don't, don't freaking race cyclocross with your gravel bike. Whatever. If you're that good, you can race any bike. My, my dad used to say, if you're that good, you should be able to race on anything. I think we've we've proven I'm not very good. <laughs> so, you know, people good. who are very good. <laughs> the Netflix documentary. Has anyone watched it? Um, I don't know what it's called. The Third Friends. I thought it was really good. And I don't know. Yeah, I watched the entire much. thing. I think it's yeah. it, it was well done. What is See? it called? Um, it's Unchained. Unchained. Oh. Did I say it right? Yeah. Oh, I, we need a new... D- Netflix documentary. Uh, yeah, watch it. It's cool. It has six or eight episodes, I think, and it's it's actually pretty entertaining. They did a good job at recap. Unchained. Okay. Unchained. Cool. Man, if they oh, did like this, it's on they, Netflix. If they did something like that for like the team, like individuals doing Unbound, I mean, they have shorter YouTube documentary for Unbound athletes, or just like even the crit stuff, the like any any cycling, any cycling at all. They did more media for it i just think those things are so cool people get so into it yeah i can't even so i mean behind the the price. barriers huh what yeah, like, behind, the barriers? behind the barriers <laughs> people got so into it so but, hey but, well, you you can be the one creating that there we go yeah, yeah uh, you the know TV movie things 
Absolutely. I mean, Netflix, actually, there is a process to submitting scripts and uh, finished products. And one thing that I, that I happen to know of that is a really great pitch is that they are in need, desperate need of documentaries. And yeah, sorry, the reason I say that is because my buddy Nate always mispronounces it that way and I just can't get over it. So now I say documentary. I mean, I guess that is a, a way to say, doc- yeah, have you seen any documentaries? Like, Nate, I've often thought about like with all the footage I've accumulated over the years, I could just find a way to stitch that into some sort of documentary. Like, I don't know, like the story of something in there or, you know, what would make a lot of sense is like start shooting documentary now with a purpose, try to shoot for it being done by the end of the year and then submitting it to Netflix. You probably could get it picked up pretty easy. We go back to the same problem. I mean, the thing is like, I've done a few videos that, I think we didn't use really well, but it will, was well done. It cost a lot. Of, like videos are yeah. really, really expensive. If you hire a professional, the problem is like, yeah. yes, the well, the cost has the money. Like they have the money to like do those things. And the problem is like, yeah, we knew we need this. Like Erica said, we need this to get the other discipline of cycling to pick up and to get coverage and all that stuff. But it's like that circle because we need someone to get into it and to put the money in to get that discipline to grow. So right now we're in this like spiral of not getting what we need to grow the sport. Definitely. I think I mean, gravel yeah. honestly has a lot of potential. I kind of trash gravel the entire night, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's I mean, it is accessible. It is, it is a great opportunity for people to challenge themselves and you can kind of go with your entire family. Like you have different, you know, distance. You can do this 350 if you're that crazy at Unbong. You can do the 200. You can do 100. They have a 50. 350 so, miles? Yeah, 350. Yeah. In one race? So, yeah, it's called the XL. Yeah. So you do, you can technically, like, you don't have to be an expert. Like, Bobo, even if you're a little out of shape, like you said, you can sign up Unbong and find the right distance to challenge yourself, get on gravel, be safe, because you don't have to worry about, I mean, you could be hit by a a Kansas driver <laughs> in a truck. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's that's the but, scary uh, Or attacked by a dog in the middle of nowhere. But you Damn it, now you're putting all these things in my head. <laughs> but it is it is a great opportunity for cycling to um, get people together for sure. Yeah, definitely. That's uh, that's been one of the like great things about making all these videos is like connecting with the people when you go to like a bike festival and you just get turned around left, right, and center, and you're encountering. All walks, all walks of life, of life. but right. yeah I I, I I i i have been uh i worked in the film industry for many years before i got into youtube and i was a screenwriter so i have wanted to write a comedy about m- mountain biking or cycling in general and submit it to netflix but uh yeah i think that there should be more content about cycling in general through documentaries or maybe some sort of tv series uh, uh on netflix but i really think a uh feature film comedy would be great. Have, you, have any of you ever seen the movie Out Cold? It's like an old snowboarding oh, yeah. movie. Yeah. We need cycling. The world, world of cycling needs that movie on, on in some level. So. I thought that was just my life. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't a documentary? We just we just have to follow Becca all around. <laughs> like, just all day long. And just roll camera. I'll give the people what they want. <laughs> I'm not sure what they want it out i don't know what do they want like i know what they want but by they it's a very small subset of of people (laughs) i mean what people like to see and watch you don't i haven't figured out i don't know 
it's a mystery. Yep. Nobody Just, knows. Uh, provocative. Yeah. Nobody knows. Yeah. I was wondering, Caroline, do we need to find someone to video cross season coming up with the Alpha Groove CX team and see how many times Caroline swears in an episode or what's it? Caroline, you say it wrong. It's not even the name of the team anymore. It's Groove Off-Road Racing. But yeah, it's a, it's a lot of work. Damn, being a manager is a lot of work. I have to manage myself and everybody else around to do all the things. It's like, it was really interesting also, like that stressful aspect to be like, oh damn, now I have to put myself in new shoes. I'm the boss. So everybody expect me to give direction. Okay, we're going to grocery store. You need to go get that. We have to make sure we're going there and this is the timing and all that stuff. And, and I've done it for myself, but when you have to include, you know, other people, that's another that's another level. And I don't want to be like, I hate people who are like, in my opinion, everybody has its expertise. And if I'm hiring someone to do their job, I shouldn't have like, I don't, I don't want to be micromanaging. So I'm like, they're like, hey, what do you want, boss? I'm like, this is not you. Like, this is your job. The mechanic and trust him. I have full, you know, confidence. And I'm like, whatever you need, it's all good. Like, I don't want to be one of those who like kind of bossing everybody around. Because at the same time, nobody makes the millions to go to bike race. We know that. So it doesn't matter if you're a mechanic or any other people involved in the industry. And I'm like, we have to keep it fun. Like, it can't be a torture every single time. You're like, oh my gosh. My manager on the boss of Caroline is a pain in the ass. I mean, you know I am. <laughs> I know a more positive way and not be like bossing people around. But I mean, they're right. I just don't want them saying that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the problem is reputation follows you forever. It's like you can't get rid of it. It That's doesn't true. matter if you were one day and if somebody just sprayed the word 20 years later. It's so funny because sprayed the word. <laughs> Whatever it is, I can't speak English anymore. It's too late. It's ten twenty. All right, let's. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask the last question. We'll wrap it up. And so, unfiltered wise, what is currently getting you stoked on bicycles? Um, my brand new enduro bike uh, and uh, a day at the park Sunday. Probably going to try a road gap that I've been eyeing up for about two years Ooh. now. So wish me luck on that. But you know, it's kind of a bad. I don't like to set that expectation. I just say. That, you know, if it looks fun, I'll do it. If it doesn't look fun, I'll pass. And I'm not going to beat myself over it. But the expectation is a p- possible road gap this Sunday, which has got me nervous and it. excited. Are we going to see it on video, <laughs> I suppose? Yeah, you know, you go out to film with a basic idea of what your video should be. But you, you hope that something ha- happens out there that's cooler than that. And then that becomes what the video is about. So the video is about my first ride on my bike. And hopefully something cooler like me hitting a road gap happens. And then that can be what the video is about. Hopefully it doesn't become the last ride on your bike. Which everyone is waiting for that video. That'll be both of guys. I'm going to sign up to the subscription. So I need you to put content so I can have fun watching. Exactly. I can't die. I got to bring media to the masses. Now you might coach of like telling me what to do on YouTube. I mean, I'm inspired now. So I got you. Stay alive. I got you. We're, we're super stoked here. We don't even have anything to say. Did we, did we say we're stoked on bikes? I don't think so. You were yeah. here. I'm not entirely sure that I'm stoked on bikes, but <laughs> I am not. I am not stoked right now. I have right now at the minute. If you ask me, I am mentally and physically exhausted. I feel like I gave all I have to finish this thing two weeks ago, and I'm trying to regroup. 
to get to the next part of the season. And I'm like, gosh, I only did two and I'm already tired. <laughs> <laughs> I am regrouping. I am trying to love bike again because <laughs> I'm, I'm not liking it right now. You're not liking any cycling or that you're, you're trying to like cycling by doing mountain biking. <sighs> Do I have to be honest right now? I am, I'm a, you know, there's a different time in life and yeah. there's space. Like when you say you always want to quit when you're racing, I'm like, I wake up every morning. I don't want to race like every single time. I'm like, ah, I don't want to race. Blah, blah, blah. And then I get it to the start line and I'm fine. Right now I am questioning if it's my time to retire. So okay. to, be brutal, to be brutally honest, I'm putting that on the table. I don't know if I have, like, there's days where I'm like, yes, I want to do this. And right now I'm like, do I want to do this much longer? So, but I do like bikes. I do love, like, the problem is what keeps me, here we go, I can give you the answer. What keeps me to question my decision is because I still love, the like, I still love the community. I still love the racing, that intensity, the adrenaline, like, seeing people, like, stressed on the start and all that things. I just don't know if I want to be the one inside or if I'm ready to fully transition to just help people to get the chance to do it. Does that make sense? Makes tons of sense. Sometimes you have to like, it's like relationship. You have ups and downs and you have to find the love again. And right now I'm at the little bottom of not loving my bike that much, but, uh, it's an ebb and flow. It it comes and goes. And I, I think like you're only human, you know, a lot of my friends who are just obsessed with the sport, they had to walk away just to like do rock climbing for a few months, almost a year and not ride. And now they're like back into it with like all the passion. So like, yeah, I mean, that's life, right? Sometimes you're really hot on it. and Sometimes you're not. I'll go ride my e-bike and I'm inspired. I wanna, I'm going to go charge my e-bike and I'm going to go ride my e-bike. And I think I'm that's what you should do. Again. That's what you should do. Just like instead of like worrying about quitting racing, charge your e-bike, ride the e-bike and then race people up the hill whether they want to race you or not. That's what I do. I also say Bobo said it. <laughs> it's my new hashtag. Hashtag Bobo said it. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of subscribers in the Philippines because in Tagalog, Bobo translates to stupid. So for the longest time, my channel was biking with stupid. That's awesome. <laughs> and appropriate. Probably a better title. So, uh, in terms of being stoked on bikes, i not sucking as much as I have the past few years, I'm actually excited to show up for races. Definitely learning how to balance a full-time job, a part-time job, and racing training and trying to have a life. Yeah, that's rough. That's a lot. I think yeah. you're doing pretty awesome. All you knew that Thanks. Was that. You taught me everything I know, Caroline. Not everything, <laughs> but I'm proud of you. <laughs> Shucks. Did you hear that, Erica? I'm proud of Erica too, but I will, I would say, like, I mean, I've, I've seen you both, like, I mean, the thing is the background is, is people don't know that, but so when I was racing at Rally Clement, we had this mentorship called the M.E.D. Dombrowski Foundation. We had a rider and Erica was part of it and Becca was part of it. So technically I was the mentor. I don't know if I did a good job, but I had a great time seeing them growing into the sports because those two that I saw for the first time and what they became, it's pretty amazing. So I'm really proud of both of them. Oh. Well, I can tell you did a good job because the other day my mom was like, nice job at the race and nice video, but really all the cursing? <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. Hey, I can't excuse my French, dude. I'm French. <laughs> no, really, I'm French. <laughs> yeah, I would say I'm stoked because my teammates are just like super stoked and they're crushing it. You know, they're all like really good. So I feel like that's just got me pretty fired up about biking around in circles. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining me today for probably the most weird, unfiltered, random episode I've had that yet. But are it's you, but it's episode sixty nine, so why not? What's weird? Are you saying? Are you trying to say that nipples are weird now, Alan? Are you one of them? You trying yeah, to make us feel no, guilty I'm not, about I'm not, hate, I'm not hating on that. No, I'm just God, damn it. saying. Is that it possible? This, is co- it, this has it, been colorful. Is it possible? You're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> like I said, I just need to. You know, when I I might not be able to say it's clean, but you know, there's an explicit. Hey, you, button you, on my you podcast know, service. You, you knew it. Yeah. You knew if you were paying Becca and I together, you would get the William Felter thing. And I think you brought Eric at the bottom a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> well, mainly I was betting on Bobo and Caroline together, but yeah, that too. <laughs> Bobo is no better. No. He's on the dark side too. Yeah. Travel and the mountain biking and the e-biking and podcasting, everyone. Well, yes. crash the national fucking riding yes, around please. in circles. Make Thank us proud you. and don't crash. I'll try my best. Turn correctly. Not always right, but, you know, sometimes left. Definitely not wrong. Yeah, don't turn wrong. I only I've turn seen that right. happen in races. It does not end well. Not good. Then, Bobo, I expect a lot from that video. Expectations oh. are high. Always, always. And uh, yeah, good luck to you and your future YouTubing. I'm sure it will not take long for you to surpass me in my sur- subscriber count. Yeah. I don't know. I can't, I can't grow a mustache. I mean, maybe oh. it's com- It's actually probably coming. Actually, I'm kind of getting some. Yeah, it's I, I can grow one right now. Right? Grow a mustache, grow. Right now, it usually just pops right out. Did uh, you just start? No. <laughs> Maybe. All right. I don't think I got a chance to say it, but thanks for coming on today. Any last words? Or thanks did we just cover us. it? Yeah. Thanks for having us on, Alan. Good, li- good, good luck posting that. And you may, we, it's either going to be a good or oh, people will be like, oh my gosh, they're crazy. <laughs> we will see. And I'm pretty sure one of them started. <laughs> it's like, would you ask a sprinter to run a marathon? No, but no. cycling is different. So that's. Because you can coast for like 90 of those 100 and something miles, 200 miles. So, you know, it's like no big deal. <laughs> it's it's like you take a, a full cyclocross season all together, and then that's one day at Unbond, technically. God, I don't know how you guys do it. I was just watching XC Mountain joints. Biking earlier today, and it was oh, grueling. Oh. Hello. Here it comes. Hi. Hello. Oh, my gosh. It's about time you show up, lady. I couldn't. I don't know technology. I'm on my phone, but also not my computer. Uh-huh. You're doing great. Yeah. Thank you. Does that work? She's wearing her green T-shirt. Like a, I mean, you're sideways. You are. You are like side. You better. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. You, I don't want to look at you like this. Yeah. <laughs> what are you right. doing? I don't know. I, I don't know if Erica can handle Becca and I together. I can't. Yeah, for sure. We're going to break her. You ready for that? Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Stoked on Spokes podcast. If you enjoyed it, please like, subscribe, rate us, and tell your friends about it. Check out our Patreon page where you can get a lot more bonus content, all full unedited videos, 
all after banter where things get crazy sometimes and early previews for the next episode. It's all available for only $3 a month. And follow our Instagram and Facebook to stay up to date on all the things we are working on. Until next time, just keep rolling.